gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Don't let them beat you down, don't let them beat you up. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no, don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down, you just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. You are listening to Final Hour with West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. I'm Brian. Brian the Beatbox. Yeah. And uh, we are going to go ahead and have a special episode for you today. We've got a special guest with us we'll get to in just a moment. Uh, All our episodes are special. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, fair enough. Everyone. Everyone is special. We tried something last time. Uh, We had a Just NFL episode and Just Entertainment episode. And I don't know what kind of feedback you've been hearing, but definitely the entertainment one seems to be the more popular one. Yes. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna I think try and maybe focus a little more on uh, on that sort of thing right now. The NFL is just depressing. To Too depressing. Think about right now. I mean, it, with the crimes going on and then the way the Bears decided they wanted to start playing, I just don't even want to talk about it. Fine. <laughs> you have I something to say? I won't talk about the Bears. Yeah, go ahead. Get it out. They could have done better. Yes, I know. They, you, they maybe you know, they will. They played like the 49ers a couple weeks ago. They sure did. Your guys won, though, right? They did. Okay. The Niners won. So they have the same record as the Bears now. They do. I hope that makes your heart cry a little bit. Nope, it pleases me. Okay, good. All right. I'm pleased by such things. Uh, before we get to the uh, to the actual uh, fun part of the show, we do want to just remind everybody we've got our, uh, our, s- our contest going on right now, our three-second story contest. We've got some... some Really good entries so far, actually. Yeah. No, actually, I've, I've enjoyed reading the, uh, the the many we've got, and uh, we have 10 total, so uh, mm-hmm. keep sending them in. Yep. And, and remember, we we're going to pick a, a total of six finalists, right? We're each picking yes, three? Yes, three each, yes. And uh, and then we'll figure out which one. We're, we're going to fight to the death over which one we like best, so we're going to have a winner and a spot for a new host on the show. Yes, obviously, and uh, so far the uh, dinosaurs fighting Abraham Lincoln story is my favorite, so (laughs) I hope you will enjoy being my new co-host, because I'm totally (laughs) killing Seth. (laughs) So again, just just to kind of lay it out there, uh, in case you missed it on our our last episode, uh, basically, write your best story, but it needs to be three sentences long. They can be run-on sentences as long as they're grammatically correct, no more, no less than three sentences, if you want to be funny and silly with it. And appeal to me, go ahead. If you want to be literary and smart and appeal to that guy, go ahead. I just pointed. I just pointed. Good job, yeah. Yeah. Again, silly stuff will appeal to me. Smart stuff, not so much. Uh, Sure. (laughs) One thing that we tried to do last time that we really kind of failed at was we tried to cover everything that's going on in the world of TV, and we failed miserably because there's just too much going on. There is far too much. This is true. So I know uh, one of the things that, that you had mentioned to me is uh, and there's a new contender that's going to be actually putting out some good programming here. The what? What now? And it's Netflix. Oh, that one. No, no, they're 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 all over with. Uh, I mean, they're already on TV with like House of Cards mm-hmm. and Orange Is the New Black and Yep, The Grove Show, Hemlock Grove, the Hemlock Grove. Yeah. Yep. The one about the werewolf. Yep. 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 But you know what? I'm. Where's that set? It's set in Hemlock Grove. Where is Hemlock Grove? On Netflix. <sighs> you are useless. <laughs> yeah. Wherever it's set, it's it's very lovely. I like where they set it. South. It's in the south somewhere. Everything's there's like set in the south. Some of like now. the werewolf lives in a trailer park. 
and he really gross transformation. I haven't watched the second season yet. Does, does, have, they, have they had a crossover <laughs> where he comes across some zombies yet? And just go ahead and make it the be walking awesome. hemlock grove. Yeah, walking hemlock grove dead. Yeah, that'd be good. You know what I'm most excited about though, more so than any of the new stuff. What is the new offering they just put on Netflix? They have released the entire series of Gilmore Girls. Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't believe it. I'm so excited. You know what we should totally do? We should watch. We, we should do. totally watch Gilmore Girls. Oh my god! All, all of it. Just all. Of it. We should. We should get lattes and we should get cute little sweaters and yep. let's let's go. Let's go and let's sit on the falling leaves and we'll just watch the falling leaves. Yes. Um, and then sit on the couch and watch Gilmore Girls while you're drinking pumpkin spice lattes. That's what we do. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so excited. So we should totally do it. So good. Totally do it. So we're doing. It. You know, I've never actually seen the Gilmore Girls. I've seen a couple episodes. I I know that I remember being confused because. Uh, both the mother and daughter were equally attractive in different ways. I did think it was about two sisters for a really long time. Right? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait. No, it's about the mom and a sister. But then they they were still good. They were still there. Uh, uh, I need, I need, I, I've decided I'm going to sit down and watch it now that it's on Netflix. I actually am going to. I'm yeah, gonna, no. And then, you know what? Next podcast, I will tell people what I thought of Gilmore Girls. Awesome. People will sit and wait. That'll be, oh, man. Oh, so God. Our numbers for our next episode are going to be through the roof. People so are waiting much for excitement. that. Oh, I'm going to put a countdown counter on our <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> next episode when I talk about Gilmore Girls. I feel like that's either the best idea we've ever had for a show or probably one of the worst. Next next podcast will be about nothing but Gilmore Girls and my reactions to it. I will talk about nothing but the first season of Gilmore Girls. I'm going to talk about some other stuff. Well, I'm just going to keep talking <laughs> about Gilmore Girls, so good luck, man. In the NFL, yeah, no, the part when Rory goes to college, so good, so I cried. good. I teared up. I teared cried. up. You know what threw me for a loop was uh, after being aware again. I didn't watch it much, but I've I've seen some episodes. But being aware of Rory for as long as I was, to then see the first Sin City movie. Oh yeah, she was in that. It, it was a bit of a like I I know that she's an actress and whatnot, but when you see one, it's like it's like I can't really see Robert Downey Jr. as anything but Tony Stark right now. And so it's when you see one actor playing the same thing over and over and over and over again to see them doing something completely <laughs> in a different It's as world. if they have become another person. Right? I know. Entirely. They, they should really pay those people well. They should. They should yeah. pay them well if they're not being paid well. They, I mean, they're so. not. They're on minimum wage, aren't they? It's brutal. Yeah, it's rough. I think that's what all the protesting is about everywhere. Pay actors more. They're starving in the streets. <laughs> Most of them are, actually. Not the famous ones. No, no, not the famous ones. They're starving in bungalows somewhere. Probably. For a different reason. You they don't want to look fat. They don't want to look fat? Oh, no, they don't. Oh, they're, why they're starving. starving. Got, yeah, it, got it. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm the spell things for you today. I'm, s- <laughs> I'm slow, man. I'm sorry. It's all the heat. It is. We actually, you know, we had a, we had a nice couple days of, we'll call it fall, I guess. That was fall, and we skipped. That was fall and winter, and now it's We're summer back. again. We're back to triple digits again. 100 degrees. <laughs> In my snake-like drive down the 405 today, which was the worst thing ever. Oh, I know. You know, I, I'd be willing to bet there are probably some people that didn't even make it to their destinations. Yeah. They probably, traffic was that bad. Bad. Yeah. But you know what? We did, because we're troopers. Barely. Barely. I had to eat a, a German guy for lunch. I was that tired. I just ate him. What? Yep. Right right at the uh, wait, right wait, at wait. the sunset crossing. I, I've been you on the 405 that long. And I needed food, and I got to be honest, his tire was flat. He's on the side of the road. He looked very weak, so I just ate him with sauerkraut. I wasn't an animal. This is not the first time you've admitted to murder on this show. Well, I figure no one listens to it, so we're <laughs> all right. So far, my, my theory has been correct. <laughs> we have at least 10 people listening. 
because they wrote us stories. Or one person who then told nine friends about the contest. That's true. Just saying. I, I know we have many fine listeners who are thankfully not reporting me to the police for eating German people. I appreciate it. So I do want to just cover this real quick because this is something that uh, I feel like we did miss last time. And then we're going to bring on our guest. Huzzah. Huzzah. When we were covering the new fall season, the TV lineups and everything. Yeah. We missed out on The Flash, and I'm a little embarrassed as a comic book nerd that we didn't even cover it. We did talk about lots of comic book stuff and not mention The Flash. Yeah, so what the hell? I don't know. Uh, he went by too fast. That Aha! was clearly the problem. And he I was just, whoa. what you did there. I know. So you with the funny things. What can I say? Is it premiered yet? Do you have Next week, I think. Uh, and I have to say, The Flash has always been a problem for me because he is so fast that literally he can, I mean, it seems like he can solve every problem with speed. Mm-hmm. It's unrealistic for a guy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know? All right. Yeah, Flash. I'm just going to eat you next time. This show is taking a turn. Yeah. <laughs> this show is taking It's a Halloween, man. It is. Well, all it's October. Happy October. Oh, come on. At this point, all of October is Halloween. Actually, I think at this point in, in the United States, we're already into My, Our guest will agree with me that all of it is, it is Halloween month now. It it's is not Halloween month. I'll even agree with you. But I still say that if you go to stores, you already see Christmas shit out there. Oh, yeah. Well, I saw Christmas shit in September, so, you know. That's true. Yeah. So, happy, happy Bootober. Oh, actually, just so we can do some good in the world, it actually is Breast Cancer Awareness Month as well, not just Halloween month. So that is good. There's that. Good. Yeah. People should be aware of that. They should and donate to help find a cure. I, I I don't. I'm sure there's a lot of different foundations out there. I know the Susan G. Komen one. That actually, that is a good one. Yeah. What do you mean? Actually, that is a good. Well, I mean, I'm you're not surprised like I actually <laughs> recall the fact. I'm, no. Well, today, yes. <laughs> no, I I was gonna say I've I've heard of them and I strongly support Susan G. Komen. I I've actually donated to them once. I have as well. And about you want you want to know you want to know. Uh, Maybe sad fact. You probably won't be surprised at all by this, and, and our, our our regular listeners won't be either. Sure. You know what brought Susan G. Komen to my attention and got me to donate? WWE. <coughs> yep. They send out all their wrestlers wearing pink. It's adorable. That is a great thing. You know what? I will say this for the WWE. Good on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they actually did that with like the NFL or something, where they like dread, like everybody wears pink, pink on every team. Every I, team well, is pink colored this weekend. I would have a lot more respect for the NFL right now. And hey, NFL, you might want to do that about right now because <laughs> not a lot of people have a way for respect. So, just saying, you can take my idea. To give the NFL some credit, they do give them. Some people have pink shoes. Some people have the, the little the little hand warmer or hand drying towels. That's like minimal effort. I'm sorry. It is. I well, you know, well, if there are wrestlers coming out and dressed entirely in pink. Then you are you got to be as awesome as them. You yep. need everyone in pink. Yep. Bill Belichick, pink hoodie. <laughs> Do it. Aaron Rodgers can wear a pink turtleneck. Matt Forte can wear pink on all of the uh, casts that he's probably going to be wearing once he's injured. Shut up. You know you went there, so I'm going to bring it out. You found out some interesting information about your lineage recently, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Where Where are you from, Brian? Ohio. Ohio by way of Illinois. What? Yep. Your people come from Illinois? My my father's side, I did find out that my grandfather was born in Hancock County, Illinois, which is, by the way, the part of Illinois that's trying to become Missouri as much as possible. It's <laughs> as close to the Missouri border as you can get without actually being in Missouri. So <coughs> technically, I'm from Missouri, I guess. And but so I think it's safe to say that you're officially done ever disparaging uh, Chicago, right? You're never going to say anything bad about Chicago? Ever sure. Again? Really? I will I will only say positive things about Chicago. 
So you're just not going to talk about No, I will talk about how positively they played last Sunday. What a great team of football players. They tried very hard and not It's a shame they couldn't come away with a win, but they tried very hard. I hate your face. What made it worse was it was against the Packers, too. Yeah. <sighs> Boy, I tell you, that's just real sad there. Oh, yeah. That was horrible. That went. I went into Packer voice more than anything else. Yeah, for real. All right, so before we uh, lose more listeners, let's go ahead and get to our guest. We've got a very special guest with us. This is actually somebody that we've both had the pleasure of working with. She's an awesome stunt performer, stunt coordinator out here in L.A. and now over, uh, over on the East Coast as well. She's spreading. Jessica Bennett, thanks for joining us. Oh, hi, fellas. How's it going? Hey. Thanks for having me on the final hour. Thanks for being here. And I'm just going to just jump right into it before before we you know talk about our boring stuff. I just want to <laughs> know, just for our listeners that, that don't necessarily know everything that, you know, really they hear the word, maybe they've heard of stunts. Your listeners don't know everything? No, our listeners do know everything. Oh, They're the fantastic. smartest people in the world and the most beautiful people. <laughs> and we do love them dearly. But in case they are sharing this with a friend who hasn't, oh, isn't right. familiar. Maybe fair doesn't enough. listen. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Just give us kind of an inkling. What, what exactly do you do as a stunt performer and a coordinator? Uh, well, everybody has a stunt double. Uh, even though Scarlett Johansson claimed in The Avengers that she did not have a stunt double, her name was Heidi Moneymaker. And she won a Taurus, many Taurus Awards, which is our basically our Oscars. And stunts, basically, we help tell bigger stories. We, you know, you probably, I mean, action movies is pretty obvious mm. what stunts right. are. Things explode cars flip those are obvious stunts but stunts can be fighting it can be a simple fall i've done a stunt before where i was hired to run for an actress (laughs) i ran for her and it was about a hundred meters and i threw a foam brick and that was my day that's all i did uh, for a coordinator called bobby aldridge and that's all i did i went that's it that's all you okay cool beans okay um so it's basically my guidance counselor from high school (laughs) (laughs) i could have been running and just throwing right? big bricks. I mean, come on. But so we basically help tell stories. And as performers, you know, we can be doubles for actors or actresses, which is really interesting, especially as a stunt woman, doubling all these really skinny actresses. And we also do what's called ND stunts, nondescript stunts. It's basically being soldier number 12 and, ah. and you fall down. Mm. And then as a coordinator, it's basically bringing riggers who make people fly, make cars flip performers, fight coordinators, bringing a lot of people together. That's kind of a coordinator's job, kind of just like an overall manager, and deals with directors and producers on how do you, how do we tell this story, how we take this script, and obviously there's stunts in it if, uh, you know, if a coordinator's being brought in, and how do the stunts tell the story better? You know, there's no sense in people dying on movie sets. So uh, as a coordinator, that's basically why you're there, is to make it safe. And so you can do multiple takes. Anybody in the film business knows very rarely do you just do one take. So how do you do a 20-foot fall? How do you do a 60-foot fall? Repeatedly. Repeatedly um, and not die. And that's something that's interesting that's going on, too, uh, on the set of Midnight Rider. I was just about to ask you about that and be like, hey, I just want to bring this whole podcast down by mentioning the death that recently happened. But yeah, it was uh, it was actually um, it was a while ago now. Yeah, it was Um, like a year ago or something or two years. No, about a year. year, Um, I actually uh, was set to work on that. And then that happened, and practically everybody left. And what it, it turns out, it was there was no stunt. The stunts, the stunt team was not alerted. The one of the I'm not 100% sure, so definitely look it up. Uh, it's called you know Midnight Rider, and it's slates for Sarah. Look, um, slate like a like an 
clapper slate mm-hmm. slates for Sarah and basically a producer or somebody told her it was like not anybody in a place to tell her to go stand on the train tracks oh. and she was killed um, which is totally unacceptable and uh, people said you know what I'm not working on it well it's so rare too right I mean it's not like uh, yeah like it's so not crazy uh, and the stunt coordinator actually was very kind and I emailed him and I was like I cannot believe that I am so sorry but you were just heartbroken he goes and he was like yeah I mean it was completely out of our control and so don't work on Midnight Rider. And sadly, <laughs> it's about Take away it's from that. It's about Greg Allman and, and they're trying to sue Greg Allman now and he's like, I had nothing to do with right, that. Right. Yeah. So that's kinda stupid. But uh, basically, I mean, the bas- basic idea behind stunts is how do we tell really big epic stories in the best way possible? And yeah. Stunts. Booyah. Now you are coordinating several projects lately. Yes. But you didn't start that way. No. So what was your first stunt job, your first professional stunt job? Oh, my first professional stunt job. Oh, what was it? I have to go way, not way back in time. I've actually not been doing it, I guess. You know, people are in it like 20, 30 years. Mm. I've not even been in a decade yet because I am young and beautiful. Baby. Um, so young, so beautiful. So young, so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, uh, I started doing stunts in Chicago. What a rough town <laughs> to do stunts in. As soon as you said the name Chicago, I was like, ah, shit, here we go. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. Did you flip a car? Yeah, we in a car. You in a car? Flipped it? Actually, I, uh, I worked for a team called JK Choreography. The J was not me. I wished it was, but it was not Aww. me. Did it stand for just kidding? Because now no. it is JK is just kidding. No, it standed for it's standard. Oh boy, <laughs> it's okay. all these you, concussions. You, I was gonna say you're taking some blows Ooh to the head. Boy. Chicago was rough then, huh? <laughs> Chicago, <laughs> put it in the car. Anyway, I kind of created my first stunts. We used to rent cars. We okay. would rent cars and get full insurance on them. <laughs> And, Always I, a good st- and story. I was still in college when I first started doing all of this. I started doing stage combat and working with swords and all that classic stuff. And along the way, people taught me things. And the first things that I really grasped onto was cars. And I loved it. Cars and high falls. And Chicago stunt guys, you go all over the city and this is happening. They rent cars. But it was me and like some newbie stunt people. <laughs> And we rented cars, got full insurance, and did an entire car movie in Southside Chicago. Nice. It's awesome. Uh, it's it's actually it's up on my it's on my website and on my YouTube channel. Um, but it's we made it because we were trying to get on the Transformers movie. Mm. That was um, it was I guess the second one that was coming. It was filmed in Chicago. Oh, okay. So we did that to basically be like, listen, we you know obviously we're not gonna be lead cars, but we can drive in the truck. We can be your traffic cars. We mm. can do this. So we created this whole movie, and we did we did fights, we did fights on the cars, we did uh, we were doing driving sequences to a point we had helicopters following us. So our DP, which was a Columbia College student, <laughs> turned the camera up and got all the helicopters, and we <laughs> edited all that in. So nice. we, w- but then you know, then we would park, and at one point, cops were following us, and I parked on the side, and I started putting lip gloss on, mm. and just like played you know innocent white girl, and he goes, "Have you seen these people?" I was like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." <laughs> so what you're telling us is you were some sort of renegade yeah. gorilla stunt person. And uh, by the way, I just really wish I could have been there for when you <laughs> brought the cars back. And the guy's like, what did you do to the Ford? It's like all oh, bullet holes and no, stuff. There's one of them. It was the one I was driving. My buddy did a hood slide. Mm. But on a one take, he didn't slide. He just ass pounded down. <laughs> and there was a there was an asshole. <laughs> 
And I mean it exactly as Liter- I say. Literally. <laughs> on the hood, there was a big dent. <laughs> and I brought it back. They're like, what is that? I was like, um, well, I have only street parking at my apartment. And I came outside and there was this hole. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is why I got full insurance because I have to park it on the street. So... <laughs> Falling asses. They fall out of my tree all the time in my apartment. It's It's crazy. It's crazy. So that was kind of probably one of the first things I ever did. I did a, you know, I've done a lot of independent films, and that's kind of what we started doing back there. Do you get away with that on the West Coast, like where you rent cars? Are they like, you're not the first person to try this in L.A.? I've tried, but literally they have cops in all the parking lots Mm -hmm. and you have to go hours and hours out of your way to get to the desert and then um, to you know practice this kind of stuff you kind of need wet ground just to help save the tires and to do it more often so you don't blow something right Um, so it's just here is just really not conducive to it there's schools uh, Rick Seaman he has an amazing school and now he has like drive time where we can go for like a couple hundred dollars and have some seat time but it's not you know a thirty dollar car rental right, and right. The not quite the same as taking the old avis school of, right? of stunt work man and that's where i learned stuff man <laughs> i tell you what i was so. gonna say when you were when you were talking about doing that in chicago especially as as recent because you know you're not you're not old enough for that to be an old story um, <laughs> and my my uncle is also in the stunt business for a long 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 time and uh, well if he's listening not that long you're not that old no he's, um, uh, he's brand new he's brand new but he he actually said the same thing when i was asking him couple years ago about you know if i wanted to learn some kind of precision driving and stuff and he talked he's like well you can't do it the way we used to do it and he literally described exactly what you just described you you used to be you go rent a car and drive it like crazy and you can't do that out here anymore no and and that's kind of what's i mean i've been going to atlanta as much as i can and i'm still very very brand new and shiny out there but um that's something like i know people who are they're buying beat up cars as their stunt cars to Mm. go and practice those things and and do all of that which is kind of really freeing that you cannot do out here because right. <gasps> i've tried unless you go <laughs> way out into the desert the desert so I, I just have to say so before we get too far away from the the origin story so you're sitting in chicago yeah and you're like drinking a beer at yeah. something on a corner and you're like yeah yeah watching i should be a stunt person sausage. wait how did how did it come down to what made you go i should be a stunt person I was um, a national horseback rider. I competed nationally in jumpers. My lord. My whole life. And you fell off a horse and thought, that felt good. I want to do that for a living. Negatory. Oh, okay. Um, I've fallen off of horses and I always thought, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> um, but I, so I went to college. I had a sad story. I had to sell my horse in order to go to college. Mm. That is and like, wow. That's I, really I will never forget watching my horse. I grew up on a horse farm and it driving away. I had to pay oh for my, my own college. God. We need some sad violin music right, right well, now. You, you, right? know what, you know what? There's a lot of talk right now in uh, you know on social media and in the news. There's a lot of talk about how bad student debt is getting. Put that. Story I will out make there. that commercial. Right? I'm not in student debt. No, you're not because you gave away your horse. <laughs> yeah, your horse. this is a true story. Because at the time, um, my father, by the way, follow at DCA underscore Nashville. That's my father's business. When I okay. started going to college, uh, we were not very wealthy people. But my father now has a booming comp- compounding pharmacy that I don't get to reap the benefits of. Um, but anyway, uh, so if you're a, you need some medicine, DCA bringing the medicines home. You said at DCA underscore Nashville? Yeah. Okay. Follow them. Follow me, follow them. But I was really, you know, grateful. Not that my parents were like, get out of here, best of luck. Not That's not remotely. Right. They're wonderful, wonderful people. But that was part of it. And so I remember sitting in my dorm room 
because, you know, dorm rooms suck, and so you have to go to happy places in your brain. And uh, (laughs) I thought to myself, how can I start writing again? I miss it. I miss competing. How do I do that? And I just was like, well, those people who write them in the movies, who are those people? They're stunt people. All right, how do I become a stunt person? And I've met people along the way, and they're like, learn how to sword fight. And I was like, okay, learn how to do this. Okay, here, come here, I'll come teach you high falls. Okay, and so just along the way, I basically told people, hey, I really want to do this. And I was in acting school. I went to DePaul University and went to the theater school, and they had an amazing stage combat program. And within my junior year, I was the assistant uh, to the, sta- the fight director. And I, uh, by then, I was doing choreography for shows. Nice. I was doing choreography for you know independent theaters in Chicago. And just along the way, and you meet people who see something in you and say, well, come do this, come do this. And, mm. you and, and eventually, well, and eventually it led me here. Uh, the, the actually, what led me to not stay in Chicago, I got married and um, we really actually, we wanted to stay in Chicago. Because it's a beautiful city. Because it's magical. Sure. <laughs> and my and we're both from Nashville, so there wasn't at the time a whole lot there for us. So, so we were like, okay, New York, that's cold. That's we're tired of cold. So mm. we went to L.A. mainly because the tr- when Transformers came to Chicago, they brought an entire L.A. stunt team. They used mm. barely, barely any Chicago locals. Gotcha. And I thought, oh boy, if I'm gonna get anywhere, I just gotta go. Yeah, I gotta, gotta go get out of Chicago and go to somewhere where it's warm and pleasant. <laughs> well. And I w- the sports I teams thaw. don't always lose. I will admit, I, I, well, I'm also from Nashville. The Titans aren't so great either, right? so I'm just, I'm just doing an uphill battle. They're, they're <laughs> actually, they're my backup team as well. So it's I feel not ya. good. And I grew up a Vanderbilt Commodore fan. I mean, I'm used to losing, so it didn't really bother so me that, was that fine. much. Okay. But uh, you know, every every week I, ha- you know, I hashtag anchor down. So nice. Go doors. I bleed black and gold. Um, <laughs> but you came to L.A. because you were like, I, I want to go there and work in stunts, and they seem to yeah. be there. And this is where this is where you learn it. This is where mm. you, you train it. This is where, this is where it, it happens. The um, mecca of stunting. It really is. Um, and there's just – it's such an agri- incredible community. It's You know, it started as a bunch of families, and mm. so the community feels, feels like – it feels like family. And for me, not being one of those families has been really tough to crack. It's a bit like the mafia, then, is what you're telling me. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> they, a little it bit. They, it includes bats and guns and. I was gonna say. <laughs> it does. People, yeah. I'm gonna it break does. your leg, but it's a good thing. I'm it's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna run you over with a car. Yeah. I'm gonna. You need to hit the concrete because it's better for you. All right. <laughs> exactly. See? So yeah. So it's very similar. <laughs> so it sounds like though you've you were describing as far as how you learned all your skills. Literally, you just. We're fortunate enough, I guess, to come across people that were willing to share that information with you and, and train you. And you, of course, were willing to work and learn it. Yeah. Um, what's one thing that I will say that you probably are, I'm going to guess, too modest to say is that you are now paying it forward. Not only just, obviously, as a coordinator, you kind of got to help out people on set occasionally, too. But um, I can speak from personal experience that you've, you've been willing to share what you know, at least some of what you know with me. I don't grasp it as good <laughs> as, 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 as others might. Are you telling me you get to throw Seth off of things? I do. Uh, can I be part uh, of that? Can you, you please? Were. You, were. You, you, you were. You were. You were in um, one of our first stunt shoots, and she ran me over with a car. Twer the fight before Christmas. That's yep. right. Go look that up, folks. On yeah, it's, 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 it's on YouTube. Twer the fight before Christmas. I watched the end repeatedly every day <laughs> so that I could see <laughs> Seth hit by a car and laugh about it. It's Merry Christmas, you fucker. <laughs> exactly. Have a good night. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I've... Uh, 
I again I've been fortunate enough and I started off as you know assistant to the fight director at school so that's what was my job mm. I paid my bills teaching other people barely what I knew already and I do something called stunt and circus camp with an amazing stunt woman who started it her name is Jerry uh, Haberstad Calvin mm. uh, so we do stunt and circus camp here in LA and something I'd love to start on the east coast and I do stunt kids with a guy named Mike Cassidy you throw kids off buildings I do they don't even wanna no <laughs> they no. cry yeah. they cry but they land on their back yeah so it's true and, so it all works and out. she, she yeah. does have a strict thing it's basically if they've whined for something three times and she's told them twice to stop asking the third time she chucks them this is true yeah but um so those two programs i love doing and i do like for people who are interested i do high fall workshops and just little things that especially if you're interested in doing it these are very basic skills that if you can learn to do those it's again i'm not a 20 year at veteran i don't claim to be i realize that i have a lot you know a long way to go and one day i do want to be in that you know cloud of high-caliber stunt performers, and I do believe I have, you know, the work ethic and the want to do it, but recently I got in touch with um, a stunt coordinator who is who did a lot of stuff out here in L.A. His name's Mike Schwartz, and now he's in Nashville. He's the stunt coordinator for the TV show Nashville. Which we love. Oh, my God. We are big fans. By the way, it's, uh, my family can't watch it. It's too close to home. Because <laughs> uh, my family is in the music industry, and we're all like, I can't watch it. It's too close. So just so you guys know, it's for real. That that's your reality TV, bro. That's your reality TV. Fine. I'll watch Fine. it. Whatever. <laughs> but um, Mike is has been very gracious to me, especially when you're you know a new person in town. Mm. It's really, again, it's been hard enough to crack remotely even out here in L.A. Now it's I'm trying to figure out how to do this. How can I do this? Because a lot of people do frown upon it. Mm. But I'm trying to be close to my family, and I'm eventually I think we will probably – uh, just go to Atlanta, but my husband's a composer, so we need to be out here in LA. But uh, Mike you recently, can't leave us. I know. Well, we guys, need you, guys. I can't ever leave LA. Let's be real. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, the traffic won't let you out. I know. <laughs> I can just get stuck. But Mike uh, recently just been emailing back and forth and texting and calling him, and because he's been put me up for quite a few jobs, mm. which I'm very grateful for in a short amount of time. And he always, if like if I don't get it, he's like, you know, I always say thank you so much for put, you know going to bat for me. It just means the world to me. And he always puts no worries, pay it forward. Hence and, the paying of the forward. And and so it's it it's something I've always done, but it was like, yeah, this guy's giving me just a shot. He's mm. putting me in front of a director. Whether or not I get the job, that sadly is not the important part. Right. <laughs> um, it's the fact that somebody believes in me just a modicum amount um so well it helps with anything. i mean i think you're anybody that's doing anything if somebody believes in you a little bit that mm-hmm. that is just a huge boost to be like hey at least I'm one not, person i'm not alone in my mind <laughs> thinking i'm this thing i'm yeah. not crazy yeah and exactly and i feel like it's kind of a testament at least i mean like you said you haven't been doing this for ever yet you yeah. know and and the fact that you are already getting referrals from people you've worked with in the past it's because because really i feel like the stunt world from what I've witnessed at least mm-hmm. it maybe even more so than the acting world is it is a family feel you do have people that once they get to know you a little bit they will maybe stick their neck out and refer you for something and it's kind of up to you to uh, to either make yourself shine take that opportunity or fuck it up oh and yeah. and the fact that you're you know you're that you are continuing to get referrals 
you know, you're you're on the positive end of the, of that of that scale. I like to think so. I hope so, at least. And even recently, I was referred for a job by just a friend of mine. I've never, I've never worked with him. He's an actor, um, and I've worked with him when I've done some casting work, and because mm. I, I do casting associate work as well, because girls got to pay her bills. Um, <laughs> hi, hey. Hey, 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 girl, hey. Um, and he, uh, just an old friend of mine from again the theater school in Chicago. The best thing that, that was for Brian. Thank um, and he referred me, and he basically, just from, we're Facebook friends, we talk on the phone every so often. He referred me for a music video with a really uh, an amazing uh, commercial director, and he now works for Comedy Central. So I was real. That was somebody who just said, "Hey, people say good things about you. I'm trusting you can do it." And I was like, "Okay," and we rocked it. It was amazing. So. I have to ask, uh, I mean, w- nuts and bolts of the stunt industry. What yes. is your favorite stunt you've ever done? Ooh. Best one that you were like, oh, man, that was so much fun. And also a follow-up to that question when you're done with that one. Well, And, and I just want to say, I want to uh, disqualify you running me over with a car because that does not count for you. Okay, fair enough. It's my favorite one to watch. But <laughs> what was your favorite magical. one to do? There's, there's a couple. Um, there's one I did uh, for the Geeky Awards. I was in their cold open, and I played Black Widow. So nice. I am Scarlett Johansson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I want her paycheck. Anyway, she doesn't She doesn't have a stunt she doesn't. Yes. Sorry, honey ma- uh, Heidi Moneymaker, don't hate me. I'm not, <laughs> your, I'm not you. Okay, anywho. I played her, and I got thrown. I got a bullwhip wrapped around my middle and thrown through barrels and it really wasn't difficult Mm. but everybody was scared for my life (laughs) everybody's like oh my god you're gonna die i was like it's just they're empty barrels right you didn't fill them with concrete right (laughs) no okay and i basically so we didn't the coordinator was very green on this one so i was like okay green just for our listeners that don't know green means new new um when he's he was technically my boss and has had significantly less credits than I did. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and so I go, and I basically have to set this stunt up by myself because I really don't have any help. So I was like, okay. Um, and these barrels were really big and heavy, so I put, a st- I put a crash pad behind me so that it would absorb the bounce of the barrels so they wouldn't bounce and okay. get me. But oddly enough, I go through the barrels. They all bounce <laughs> and land on me again. <laughs> but um, Best laid plans. I, I yep. did it the... The guy who was playing Indiana Jones with the bullwhip, his name's Stephen Dunford, and he nailed it right around me, and we threw me into the barrels, and we did it in one take, and so that, so that was really fun, and especially because everybody's like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." So nice. Now that, and don't lose your follow-up question. But I just off of that stunt, I'm curious when you say it was all in one take. So this may sound really stupid, but so how much of it was? You, because I, I assumed it was two shots, one with a whip, and then one with a ratchet pulling you towards the barrel. No, so I how jumped. Did you, so it was a jump. Mm-hmm. I basically, I just did like a, I did, I count, I counted out my steps, and so I just like I did a two step, and then I went, so I, I, I did a jump turn into him, and it just pulled me backwards. Nice. Okay. That was me. All me. What was your follow up, Brian? Did have, if you got to ride a horse in any of your stunts yet? <laughs> I finally did. Yay! There's and a happy ending. And I finally I, did. I think I know this story actually, and I, there's a, there's a certain aspect to it that I like. Go ahead. And what tell aspect me. do you like? I like the fact that you're a grown woman, and what were you what were you deviling? Oh, I deviled a eleven year old girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm I'm glad someone is doubling and they're not <laughs> throwing kids off horses. They aren't. Well, they do they do have some stunt kids. They do. 
that yeah, is yeah, yeah. sad. What? There's stunt kids. Go stunt home, kids. stunt kids. No. What are you doing yeah, out there? They're stunt kids, and they're rad. Some of oh, these yeah. stunt kids, you're like, oh my gosh, you're so badass. Well, yeah, you're so you cool. Can I get your autograph? <laughs> what's, what's really funny is the stunt kids that have been doing it for a little bit, like long enough to to start to get like. They're not jaded by any means, but the, f- the some of the conversations that I've found have about, oh, yeah, no, residual check. I've got s- I got a residual from this thing I worked on a couple years ago. The check was only for like $3. <laughs> I'm like, you're eight years old. <laughs> yeah. How am I having this conversation this is with you? a true statement. When I was six, they threw me off a uh, uh, playground set in Barney. It was crazy. It's you know, crazy. Whatever. I get money for it. And Well, and I, um, I, I'm doing a project right now. We have to hire two stunt kids. And I was like, okay. But they're expensive. <laughs> <laughs> they're spendy. Spendy. Oh, they're spendy. I would. I would think <laughs> if you're a parent, you want good money to throw your kid well, off. Well, yeah. Things, I mean, like and it's. I mean, it's normal rates, but um, this is a, like an ultra low, and they're like more expensive than uh, an adult stunt performer. And mm-hmm. I was looking at the director, and I was like, I want to let you know, you're causing me a lot of stress. <laughs> I was like, well, this is hard. Actually, one thing that I will say that I guess maybe will benefit you. Um, mm. uh, I heard that. Some of the I don't know I don't know how widespread this is if it's just like major studios and whatnot, mm-hmm. but due to safety uh, standards and whatnot, uh, they actually and again uh, you know it may be just as factual as my Emma Stone rumors, but um, <laughs> I have heard that they actually a lot of the major studios are not hiring stunt performers under the age of eighteen anymore. They're just wanting adults that are Small. of a smaller build. Yeah. That's, from what I understand, very, very true. Um, I got one right. I, th- I th- you know, there's always that possibility that's like, no, that's what's not true at all. But from what I understand, but this is an ultra low, low, low budget kind of deal. Mm. Um, and we're also not putting, uh, like, there's there's squibs involved. There will be, we're not, we're using non-explosive squibs. Like, there's no. these kids are doing, like, nothing. They're falling down. What is a squib for, for our listeners? A squib? Um, a real squib. It's a squid that a squid. people strap to themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it sucks your face off. Oh, that's lovely. It's dangerous. Dangerous it's world. It's super dangerous. Wow. Um, a squib is basically when you see someone get shot and it's like, blam! Off the person's body. Like it's the blood splattering Yeah, out. the blood splatter. Um, it's a blood packet that has kind of like a little detonator on it. And so it's a little tiny explosion. So they're wearing a bomb. Little little tiny bomb. So, so you're telling me that Hollywood is employing the services of suicide bombers. Indeed. They're but they're strapping things to children that explode. Yes, but we don't do that. That's um, we use a system for pneumatic squibs, and it's basically tubing that you tape to somebody and put a hole through their costume, and then uh, with an air compressor you go. That sounds safer. I'm gonna it's say it's much safer. It's. Not as awesome, and mm. that's okay. But no, we don't put explosives on children. I will say, no, no, no. Uh, even going a, a a step slightly more primitive than than the pneumatic version, which isn't which isn't primitive, but compared to a you know a specialized right. explosive, uh, we have we have a we have a mutual friend. We all have a mutual friend that uh, I I know of one way that he's done at least shotgun blasts. Yes. Water balloon, yeah, water balloons full of of red paint just stands off camera and chucks them at the guy. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> the same work. and this same mutual friend, we did a job together, n- not involving children, but he was doing special effects and I was doing stunts. Mm. And um, he took blood paintballs. They're basically blood paintballs, um, and you put padding on. We did it. Was a stunt guy. Was a stunt actor, uh, who's amazing. And we shot him, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Shot him. With a paintball gun. With a paintball gun. <laughs> um, 
and it looked awesome on camera. But uh, this mutual friend did miss one. Oh no! And uh, it smarts. It smarts. It smarts. It smarts. <laughs> it happens. Um, uh, luckily, it would never ever happen with an actor. It right. Was, it was another stuntman, but literally. We all noticed that because you know you know where the pads are, and right. when it hits the pad, you feel it. It just doesn't hurt. And that what's nice is that you know when to react to it. Mm, that's, that's what's good. nice. Uh, and he was getting shot twice, so that's really hard to time unless right. you can really feel it. Um, and and it we all the stunt team knew that he had missed, and we we're all like, oh, <laughs> oh, did it. Sorry. That that is kind of the the fun the fun behind this like a couple things you just mentioned. One being that clearly you are more careful with actors than stunt people, which you should be. Indeed. But it can be implied that when it's a stunt performer, you're like, meh. It's <laughs> fine. Whatever happens, happens. As Walk it off. As I always tell directors, when because I work on a lot of things that they, my specialty is working with actors because I work with a lot of people who don't have enough money for stunt performers right. or stunt doubles. And I'm like, um, yeah, we're not doing that to your actor. Now, if they had a stunt double, <laughs> I would happily do that, but you can't afford it. That's actually something I told Brian uh, I, I mentioned on our last episode was, uh, I don't remember what we were talking about, but we got on the topic of stunt doubles. And <laughs> I said there's an old saying that the stunt double's job is to is to be able to bleed or be able to be replaceable because if mm. they get a broken nose, Brad Pitt's not missing work. Right. Well, and the thing is, too, it's it's especially when you think of studios. I mean, this is thousands of dollars per hour. Oh yeah. That they're spending, you yeah. know, and if if Brad Pitt gets a broken nose, you can't finish your feature. Right. Or That's you rewrite it. Right. Well, and then you lose millions of dollars as right. opposed to just get yourself another stunt performer and put them through workers' comp. Right. Like, you know, that's sad to think about, but that's kind of why we're here. We're People making a living doing it. Right. And, I mean, I'm not in this to be famous. I, I actually, the opposite. I don't really want my name to be, one day I would love to be, you know, Zoe Bell, but... Mm. You know, I'm okay with no one ever knowing. Is, really is she who the I Quentin Tarantino stunt lady? Yeah, she is. She's awesome. She's badass. Oh, she she you can follow her badass. on Twitter too. She's pretty awesome. She's it's actually an cool. interesting uh, kind of going on that. Something else is uh, when you're not doubling. I mean, obviously, when you're doubling somebody, your face needs to be concealed a little bit. Yes. But even when you're not doubling someone, one thing that I have heard, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, when you mentioned, you know, uh, utility stunts mm -hmm. and your, you know, your your soldier number twelve or whatever. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, especially if it's a TV series, mm -hmm. you really don't want your face on screen when you're getting killed because no. then you can come back and die again if they didn't yeah, see your yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, you especially um, as soon as you know somebody has seen your face, you're done for the season. Yeah, oh, you're I'm done. They can bring uh, you back. Unless it's a soap season. opera because they bring people back from the dead. A lot. Well, the, well, touche. But like uh, you know, Agents of Shield, anything mm. like that. As soon as your face is seen. You clearly can't, because they can't risk you accidentally seeing your face. Oh, I've again. seen some low-budget stuff where I'm like, that guy died for the third time. Yeah. Jess and I got killed three times in a row. Yes, we did. On a project. Yes, we did. Yeah. Most oh, recently, other. you'll see us. We're on Adult Swim. Yep, Children's um, Hospital. Uh, we, gotta, we should find out when that thing airs. I didn't even think about looking on I that. I have no earthly idea, but we. But you can't. I look like the smallest soldier on we the face of the planet. We look like we're from, uh, you remember the movie Spaceballs? Yeah. Yeah, we look like those Imperial Troopers. Nice. But Seth's costume actually fit him. Well, I was I, I'm I was built like an adult human. Yes, I was swimming <laughs> in it. I, literally, I couldn't see out of the helmet. We were wearing <laughs> full Kevlar. None of it fit. My pants were all the way like past my rib cage. I was like, this is not it good. So it was so adorable. That you guys were 
stormtroopers? We were guards. We were guards, oh, but guards. we looked like we're, we're guards. Somebody, we're I was just going to say, it'd be awesome. I just really want to say the line, aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper right now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's not a lot of times you get to quote that line and make it make sense. That's so true. There was. Yeah, that was me. I'm sure someone will watch Children's Hospital and I'll be waiting for the tweet. Is that an 11-year-old girl <laughs> playing a stormtrooper? What's going I on with that? Or, or is that the same 11-year-old girl that they just killed a second ago? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could swear she fell off a horse and something else I saw. <laughs> was awfully familiar. No, uh, I, w- I that job I my I stayed on the horse. My job, my whole job was to ride the horse. Oh, to ride the so you literally got to just ride the horse around. Yeah, your dream came true. It was awesome. Jiminy Cricket I sang <laughs> the little dream song for <laughs> Pinocchio <laughs> when you did that. I may or may not have cried. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's why she was fired. She wouldn't stop <laughs> yes. crying on camera. <laughs> I'm like, but I just can't. Talk about We're girls supposed to be happy. <laughs> Quit crying. <laughs> I'm trying. Crying with joy. Does that count? <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Again, double, no face shown. I will say, just going jumping back slightly to when we were the guards. Yes. One of my favorite, my favorite memories from that day was we got mixed up uh, having to deal with some some background actors, which were not remotely stunt people. And uh, one of one of the first shots of the day, we were escorting. I'm doing finger quotes for those of you that are listening to our show and can't see me because I keep forgetting that aspect <laughs> of this. Um, we we were uh, we were escorting a prisoner, you know, uh, were guards, and it it was he was bigger than us, but not enough. And I remember him actually talking about how you know he was going to struggle and whatnot. We were and and I I was constantly worried that Jess was going to put his head through something because <laughs> Jess is like, all right, <laughs> if you're going to struggle, I'm going to go back. And I'm just like, no, he's not, he's not a stunt guy. The <laughs> back the background actor lived. Lived barely, I, barely. I was like, quit. Plus, I couldn't see with the helmet, so yeah, I just kind of was rough. along for the ride. <laughs> next, next tweet, you'll see. Did that tall guy just get killed by an eleven-year-old <laughs> stormtrooper? <laughs> Actually, it more looks like he's just like dragging me around. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. I wasn't like. Ugh. Not good. I, I'm actually looking forward to seeing this now, just to see exactly how we do come off on camera. Because you're right. Some of that it was he. He was bigger than both of us. Yeah. yeah. I don't. They but they, they employed the wrong words <laughs> for this show. <laughs> We need two really short people. Bah, done. There's done. a little girl out there. We have them. <laughs> and to th- and I'm not that short. There's stunt there's stunt women that are they literally play like eight year olds. Oh they yeah. double. Actually the uh, the, the yeah. NBC show about a boy, a small child mm-hmm. boy on that, I, his double is actually a a, a woman who mm-hmm. and she's Kelly she's Kelly Bartsdale. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah, she's she, she's super nice. Um, she's really tiny. She's a she's has a baby. Her baby's like as she's like one now, so like as big as she is. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty awesome. Wow. <laughs> yeah, she's a little lady. I, w- I would think they would probably have women double for like little boys and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, probably yeah. Be fine with that. That probably wouldn't be as bad. No, like, oh. it's yeah. No, it makes sense, and they're they're amazing. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I was actually on set one day when they were filming a, a a spot on top of a high dive where the little boy has to. He's thinking about jumping. He gets scared. He turns around to come back, and he falls and lands on his belly. You know, it's not a not a death defying stunt by any means, but you're not going to have a legit nine or eight, you know, eight or nine year old boy do it. So they actually had the stunt double, and I I arrived in the middle of the shoot day, and I didn't realize that the stunt double had already been swapped out and everything. And so in the boy was was just off of where they were shooting enough to be delivering his dialogue to the other actor that was standing up there, and. It fooled me actually for the first several takes. I didn't realize I was looking at at, at a gro- fully grown adult woman instead of an eight year old boy. Yeah, it, it's 
it's creepy sometimes. How pretty you, awesome. you yeah. should really make sure that in in real, the real world, world though, off of sets, that you know the difference. I just want to be clear. I think on that's that. important. <laughs> it's important to know. Uh, Fine. So I I'm interested in the stunt world, and I remember you mentioned uh, Zoe Bell, who who works with Tarantino. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, love his movies because he tends to use more organic stunts yeah. than most directors. How do you feel about CGI? Because I know when that came along, a lot of people, a lot of stunt people were like, it's not the same. Forget it. it yeah. So how do you feel about that? Um, I like CGI when it, it's there to enhance. Like, I don't like CGI blood. It's mm. Yeah. It doesn't have the that. same. And fire. Fire never seems to work. No, fire doesn't work either. Um, it, it, I don't mind it if it's supposed to be just a huge fire. Um, it could save some lives. Um, you know, that's, that happened on Expendables 2. Um, a fire went bad. Um, we won't talk about that because that's a big downer. But I mean, No, Brian will bring it up. He'll also probably talk about Triple X when that guy died. Yeah. And he's got a catalog of nothing but depressing but stories. Um, so <laughs> it's I a don't Chicago kind of day. You know, <laughs> a little dreary, a little gray. Um, so I don't mind it in that sense if it's for the, the greater good. But I, I actually kind of hate it. Um, cause when I, w- when I watch it, granted, I've, I'm so disillusioned with action movies now. I'm like, oh, this is how they did this. I'm like, uh, <laughs> it just ruins you for action movies. Like, whatever. It, it feels like homework when I watch it, but I like, it's good homework. That's good. Um, it's good homework, but there's like a, there's a feel to when a stunt is real. Oh yeah. You can tell, you can totally tell the difference. And I can always tell when CGI happens because I've even just looking around a theater, people are more laid back. Even in the most recent, uh, Spider-Man movies, the, the I was just about to talk about Spider-Man because they love them some CGI stunt but guys on Spider-Man. Spider-Man flying is all practical. Oh, and the new ones? Because mm-hmm. I, I was thinking of the old ones with Tobey Maguire. Oh, Anytime yeah. he'd jump on anything, it was just like, oh, it's cartoon time now. Okay. Yeah. No, and the new ones, they don't. They oh, just okay. put, they, you know, obviously it's done on a green screen. So, because, I mean, they're, that's really difficult to do. Right. Um, but that's real. And uh, you can, whether you know, realize it or not, you know the difference. Right. An, an you can audience. Kind of feel it. You feel it, and when blood really splatters from that squib, it's a whole lot more. You f- way it's better. It's so much better, and I'm okay if you. So you do it, and you're like, "Well, I need it to be bigger," and you put some CGI to make it bigger. I I, I love it when it enhances. You know, I'm I even stunts is can sometimes considered in like puppetry and using you know uh, robots and stuff like that. It's much cooler when it's real than when you see you know a fake CGI robot the one that drives me nuts is uh cgi car crashes they've oh, been doing that recently in the fast and furious movies and i'm like what is going on that first movie was awesome it's because ridiculous. when that car f- jumped that train that that was real i was like that's awesome i'm actually concerned for vin diesel right now mm. whereas the rest of the time it's just yeah. you know which is such a shame because those fast and furious movies have top of the line stunt stunt people on there and they do do a a lot of that stuff yeah, so um, a lot of it is real just so it, which is so insane and it's like you can't do that mm. i just remember the fourth one i just it's at the beginning of the movie they're doing the heist in like uh-huh. the caribbean somewhere and they crash the car and like there's a, i understand hey you had a car crash and there's a tanker truck flipping right but it just like the minute it came on it was it wasn't just cgi it was not very good cgi yeah, yeah, is that, yeah. Is and it just the rest of the is that the one where they're stealing the 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 fuel truck yeah yeah, and you're talking about when the truck like rolls over. Yeah, the other rolls truck. over and over. Yeah, but then at some point, I mean, hey, I understand you got to do it, but but it just for the rest of the movie, everything just felt like it, there wasn't as high right. a stakes when something happened. Right. right. Well, after five, the kind of the it got ramped back up. Oh yeah, the one with the rock. When well, the rock once came the back rock in, comes in, he says, "I don't do no CGI I stuff." Don't do, I don't 
don't do that show. Everything The Rock does is real. He's a professional wrestler. How uh, the fight oh, with him Lordy. and Vin Diesel in Five oh, clearly so is right. real and clearly is visceral, and you're like, holy cow, yeah. there. Those are real guys going through. Do those guys stunt double? Does The Rock have? I mean, I assume he must have a stunt double, right? Actually, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he does. He's a relative. He's, mm-hmm. he's basically an identical twin almost. He's a oh. cousin, right? Something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know the guy personally. But, I mean, for the, of course, this rule is also a CGI. What's so great is literally you can have a stunt double's face just like they did in um, Skyfall when they were had the motorcycles on top. Uh, oh, yeah, the, that was great. The walls. Yeah. That's his stunt double. They CGI'd James Bond's face on the stunt double. That's kind of cool. Isn't that ri- That's cool. Isn't it ridiculous? That's a so good use. Of, I did not know that. I that had no idea. Yeah. So, so the rule of thumb. Yeah. The rule of thumb used to be that if you couldn't see uh, uh, an actor's face clearly, um, that's most likely their stunt double. Right. But, man, the rules are changing. Um, Bats are off now. Uh, but that's really exciting because... It allows a little bit more freedom in shooting, right. um, and it allows a little bit more seamlessness between stunt performers and yeah. and the actual actors. Because some actors, like The Rock and Vin Diesel, did a lot of that fight. Mm. You know, yeah, it seems like it's really close quarters. That's yeah. why I was wondering about the stunt. Yeah, the stunt guys. Um, and it all depends. It, you know, it depends on if there's rehearsal time, money. I mean, there's so many factors that go into Even it. Even insurance. I mean, I gotta, yeah. I gotta think like if it's if it's if it's I keep saying the name, but if it's like a Brad Pitt or a George Clooney. I gotta think that their their insurance, like the premiums for the studios to be able to insure them, they're probably like, we don't want to even risk them getting a cut. Yeah, well, no. and that, I mean, just like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise does indeed do most of his own stunts, but wow. there are a few things like in the la- the most recent Mission Impossible, he like all the cars go down. Oh yeah, like yeah. there's there's limits, but that was him on the side of that building. I mean, Tom Cruise might be crazy, but he is badass. But he really did do the side of the building thing. Yes, That's that was awesome. Him. That was him. Okay. Um, because you can see him. Oh. Like, even, fr- I mean, yeah, of course, there's that whole, like, panoramic shot. Sure. That's him. I mean, if awesome. you got him out there, why not? I remember I remember reading an interview that the director was saying, oh, yeah, he did it. He's on the outside of the building. And I remember, I'm just I'm just cynical whenever I read anything anymore. <laughs> of I'm like, course. maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I'm not going to make the call. But part of me believes that no no producer worth his salt was going to be like, yeah, sure, stick that million-dollar oh, sure, star on the I'm side sure of the, the producer was like, Praying to every religion possible. A lot of booze got consumed oh in the boy. producer tent Let's that day. Let's just say the producer was probably riding that stunt coordinator's ass like a mother. Oh, I'm sure. I, I mean, I wasn't on that set, so I don't know the whole We're story. We're all conjecturing here, but yes. Right, right, right. But Emma Stone rumors. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just preface everything. <laughs> Emma Stone rumors. But w- it's safe to assume that the producer would have been fairly nervous with his the star of his movie to strapped to the side of the tallest building in the world. I would have lost in one day. Yeah. I, g- I would have <laughs> been so worried. <laughs> Had to be a very interesting day. Yeah. Hence why producers love stunt people, I would guess, because they're like, yeah, stick that cheapo on the outside of the building. Right? Let's do Lo- it. Love them. View them as expendable. Eh, you know. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. It's all right. I have to say. You know. Pretty much. Well, it sounds like a magically exciting life of stunting. It's interesting. I'll say that. Do you call it stunting? Is that like a thing? Or I did I make that up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I make that up? Or no. No, she's no. I've, I've heard her say it. <sighs> and there's a, but I mean, I'm kind of quirky, so there's a very big possibility I made it up, but <laughs> I say stunting. Stunting sounds good. I yeah. like the word stunting. So, okay. So the stunting sounds awesome. Yes. Cool. It's good fun. Now, I do want to take a quick moment just to make sure people that are, that are, enjoying your stories and whatnot if they want to hear more from you outside of our show um Mm -hmm. are you on twitter i sure am okay what is your twitter it's at 
the it's the A symbol with a circle around it. Yeah. No. Um, well, I will. I will. I will at least help you out. Most of our listeners are listening since this is a podcast. They've at least figured out that part of a computer. No, I know, but your listeners know everything. But their friends. That's true for the friends. Mm-hmm. Right. For the Amish friends that have wandered onto Twitter. I'm being helpful. How would they find you? Uh, it's at Jessica E. Bennett. Okay. The E like elephant, but that's not my middle name. And are you on Facebook? I am. You can find me at facebook.com backslash Jessica Aaron dot talent. Okay. And so presumptuous. Right? And I this know. is the talent the right here talent. on Here's Facebook. the sad part. My name is Jessica. There's many Jessicas. No. And I've used my maiden name. I have used I have used combinations of every possible way my name could be taken. <laughs> so you just had to be like, well, I'm the talented Jessica. Well, I was like, That's well, I mean, I in general, I do things that require, I guess, a modicum of talent. talent. You earned <laughs> it. You earned it. I feel like you've earned <laughs> it. Hey, she wrote a horse for an 11-year-old girl. That hey, yeah. Done. You yeah. can do the talent. All I do is write it. Do you have like a website or anything like that? I do. Uh, it's. I wish all these things were the same. It'd be so much easier. Right? But my website is jessicaaronbennett.com. Okay. And that's, that's E-R-I-N. what the E stands it's for. It's what the E stands for. It's E as in Aaron, not A A R O N, because I'm not a boy. So not A A Ron. Not A A Ron. E R I N. E R I N. Jessica Aaron Bennett. Two N's and two T's. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I was listening well enough to uh, to go ahead and repeat these back to you. Oh, fantastic. Just totally test my brain. So your website was jessicaaronbennett.com. It was gold star. And your Twitter was at. Jessica E. Bennett. Indeed. And your Facebook is facebook.com slash jessicaaron.talent. Indeed. Okay. I totally rememberized those. They are not written on a board in our studio. No, and it's not right in front of it. You faces. just raised Chicago's sta- citywide SAT score by at least one point. At least. Boom. At least. One. I want to make sure, you know, we do talk about some of the projects that you've that you've got in the works or recently. You mentioned a music mm. video. Yes. Um, now, out of curiosity, I mean, who, uh, who was that like? Uh, is that like a Faith Hill, Tim McGraw? What was that? Um, no. Uh, it's for a band called Fart Barf. Fart oh. Barf. Hang on, wait. Sorry, we got a little. There was some kind of a hiccup there. Uh, who is this again? It's a uh, fart barf. Fart, fart barf. Fart barf. Indeed. Fart barf. Have fart you ever barf. heard of fart barf? Best <laughs> band <laughs> that plays synthesizers and wears awesome masks ever. That yeah. was that was too detailed for that to be bullshit. You know, you've heard of them? I absolutely have heard of fart barf. They're oh, awesome. They're an awesome electro group here locally in Los Angeles. And I was just searching around on the internet one time for like local bands because I wanted to see some local bands. And I came across fart barf and they're absolutely brilliant. I've been a fan since their first mixtape yeah. came out. They're um, really they're pretty stellar. The music video is for Homeless and Heathrow. Okay. We had the amazing uh, she's a Vine sensation. She's all over YouTube. Amanda Cerny. Uh, totally she's our leading lady. lady. She's to- she's amazing. Toe and tot. this was like the first <laughs> like actual like big acting thing she did. Mm. And man, she blew it out of the water. Good. She did such a great job. She did her own fighting. Uh, we s- hired a stuntman, uh, Donnie Nichols. Uh, he was he was hired because he is good looking to do that with some also some stellar actors in it. And uh, it was so much fun. And I had the pleasure of coordinating that with an amazing um, safety team as well. We had the best time. But yeah, Homeless and Heathrow it was uh, directed by uh, Brandon Dermer. He's done quite a few music videos. Uh, nice. You should check out his music videos. He's done. Brandon uh, Dermer. And when when is this music video coming yeah. out? As a fan of... I don't know exactly when it's coming out. Soonish, um, though. When soonish. soonish. I mean, music videos have a pretty quick turnaround. Right. So it'll be soonish. So yeah, keep keep a looking on the, the interwebs for homeless in Heathrow. 
And um, you know, and we'll we'll make yeah. sure to tweet. Uh, you know, from from D Neighbors Band, we'll tweet it out as well. If you let us know when it's out, we'll make sure to share. Yeah, absolutely. That. Um, and Brandon Dermer, D E R M E R. Uh, he's also on Twitter, and he I'm sure he'll be tweeting the living tar out of it. And so will Amanda if you follow her on Vine. That's or true. Yeah. I'll probably like catch that. her there. <laughs> we, we can't get Brian to stop following her in, in anywhere. Vine in person. It's pretty disturbing, really. Grocery Fair stores. Enough. Amanda, please yeah. watch out. Yeah. 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 If you see, if you see, I've a met your stunt double now. <laughs> 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 She's her own stunt double for right now. Yeah, she, you you coordinated this, right? I did. Very I cool. did. Nice. I I was potentially gonna be her hand double for a butterfly knife scene, but she ended up just dancing with it, and I no actual butterfly knife skills needed. I can't believe it. We're actually out of time, Jess. We have what? not even scratched the surface here to steal a line from Conan O'Brien. Will you come back with us next time? Oh heck yeah. Okay, we're going to be back next episode. Jess will be with us again. Hello. And so definitely Booyah. you know, tune into that one. Uh, in the meantime, make sure to follow Jessica on Twitter, at Jessica E. Bennett. Mm-hmm. Also Instagram, at Jessica E. Bennett. Facebook is facebook.com slash jessicaaron.talent. And, of course, if you want to get all the latest and greatest, check out our website, jessicaaronbennett.com. Indeed. All right. Well, we are going to say good night for, or goodbye for now, I guess. I don't know. Depending on when you're listening. Good night. Good day. Goodbye. So long. Good riddance. Farewell. That one. Until we say goodbye. I'm not singing that. (laughs) I had to do it dressed as a little sailor boy. I was singing (laughs) But we do want to thank you for listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. Again, I'm Seth. I'm Brian. I'm Jess. And we will catch you next time. And I love candy corn more than There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall.